The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, mourning the loss of my Flyers last night in San Jose. Joining me as always is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Well, it's only 3 o'clock, and I feel like I've been in the wars for uh, about 24 hours. So Champions League day today, I had a big bet on the Salami over. Way, way more money than I should have spent on it, and uh, unfortunately came up two goals short. Thanks to um, you know, yeah, a bunch of teams not doing their job, a bunch of video reviews, canceling goals, missed penalties, a bunch of bullshit. But uh, on, on the bright side, Bayern Munich clinched their group today. We've had a decent chunk of change on that, at least. And uh, Inter Milan stays in the mix for their own group. So that, that'll be a fight to the finish. But no, not a good start to the day. But uh, we, we still got three hockey games to um, brighten my mood. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw Barcelona lost yesterday too. As a pretty big favorite, I, I, I had a DraftKings boost, so I threw them in there, and they lost. Uh, what, what was that about? Not a clue. They're playing Shakhtar Donetsk. I think they lost uh, one nothing. I think. Um, yeah, I, I, they were huge favorites in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sure it's in Ukraine. If they're still playing games in Ukraine, I don't, I don't know. Last year they were playing them in Poland. I don't know what's going on this year. The war seems to be uh, slowing down a little bit, so maybe they're playing there. But either way, yeah, Barcelona are, um, yeah, yeah, they disappoint. I don't like that club at all. So uh, glad they lost, at least for my sake. All right, happy for you there, at least. <laughs> all right, before we get into things, make sure you guys out there subscribe to the Hockey Gaming Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s, and YouTube is sg.pn slash hockey tv. Or just search for the Hockey Gaming Podcast on your preferred podcast platform. I'll make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify and turn on auto-downloads so you get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Our, our SMAP there has been doing a great job interacting with the fans and whatnot, putting some uh, AI-generated art out there of the listeners. So make sure you check us out on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And, of course, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Or just reach out to the Twitter account or myself on Twitter, and we'll point you in the right direction. Having a great time in there, a bunch of bunch of great guys in there. So uh, yeah, it's always a good time in the Discord. All right, Joel. Uh, so uh, what, any takeaways from last night's uh, Abs Devils game? I, I know it was close for a bit. I know R- Ross Colden kind of kind of went off went off uh, off kilter there a bit, but uh, any any big takeaways? Yeah, I had it on one of my uh, side screens. Um, what was on the main really... screen? No, because I like to flip around when there's so many games going on. So I got the main screen. Like when I see a, a game goes off the board, then I switch to that game and see what's going on. 
And uh, as long as it wasn't the Flyers Sharks game, that was that was boring as fuck. <laughs> I mean, that was some pitiful hockey from both teams. Uh, so yeah, the the the, the Avs and Devils on the on the side screen there, and yeah, just a pretty entertaining game of hockey. A lot of penalties, uh, as you mentioned in the in the second period in particular. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If this was possible, but the the graphic was showing that there was like five minutes forty two seconds left on a five on four. I don't. How is that possible? Isn't it like a, a five on three if it's more than I'm, one penalty? Like I'm, I'm thinking, Colden got a five minute major plus a two minute on top of that, and then if it's if it's the same person that takes the same penalties, it just goes, it just adds on, right? I thought it would be somebody takes the other minor, and then it'd be a five on three for two minutes. But I thought that's how it worked. I've never seen a a, a penalty of more than five minutes long in in my life. I, no, think. I, I think if if someone takes two penalties on the same shift, like if it's two minors, it's just a four minute power play, and it has to be two separate guys to be a five on three. But that that seems like a rule that that should change. Maybe it's a new one because I I don't remember seeing that in my in my life. I've watched hockey for a long time. I've never seen a seven minute power play before. But uh, that was weird. But it doesn't matter. The Avalanche are the shorthanded kings. They, they scored on that penalty kill anyway. So I think the Devils scored one too. But um, yeah, tremendous performance by the Avs. Just just get it done with special teams and whatnot. Georgiev had a decent game. And uh, yeah, the Devils really miss Hughes and Heischer. Uh, you, could, you could tell that from the hop. Also, we didn't mention Dougie Hamilton for the Norse yesterday. I think he has a better chance than than Hedman at least. Uh, he, he might be a really? little, bit of, little bit of a threat too. He's got a lot of pieces. He scored his fifth goal yesterday. And okay. um, he's been important for that team. Uh, he's only, I think he's only in the second power play, but, but still he, he's, he's doing damage. So yeah, I, I still think it's a uh, McCarr Hughes race from McCarr three assists yesterday too. But um, yeah, I, I, I would put Hamilton above Hedman in terms of uh, threatening those two. Yeah. Good day for McCarr. Good day for, for McKinnon. Got a goal and assist. Good day, good day for Miko. Got, got two goals and assists. So as we're able, able to, uh, you know, Rack up the score there a little bit in the, in the third period. Uh, the Flames came back to beat the Preds, uh, dominated them in shots 39-18. So, uh, They're drawing me back in, man. They're drawing me back in. Don't do not do this to me, Flames. Just keep losing. Just keep losing. It must, just, just as soon be, as I uh, go back on them, they're going to start losing again. It must just be Huberto's fault. He, he was benched for the third period, and, and now, now they're winning. So I wonder uh, – I, I was Huberto like, like just a product of being with Barkov and whoever else was on the wing there? Seems but does way. he just not give a shit now? Is his give a shits per 60 way down? He got paid. He got paid. That's, that's what Talon would say. And he, he's yeah. lost the energy, the drive, because he's got the bag. And uh, maybe he's just uh, put off by, you know, his, his disagreements from last year with, with uh, Daryl Sutter and whatnot. But he's got too much talent to be quiet forever. He'll get it going eventually. Um, it's like Jeff Skinner. Like when he got paid too, he kind of mm-hmm. just nosedived before uh, kind of. Um, Regressing positively, so I expect the same kind of thing with Huberto. Even though I don't think we'll see the same player we saw him in uh, Florida. Yeah, and then uh, other late games: Penguins shut out the Ducks two nothing. Empty net goal for Crosby late that was a good game there. And then of course the Sharks beat the Flyers two one. Sharks scored early when we were still recording. They went up two nothing on a, on a power play goal. I think it was a four on three. There were a lot of a lot of penalties in, in in that game too. The second period was just. just Back and forth, bunch of four on four play, four on three, five on four. So, uh, Eklund scored to go up two nothing. Flyers scored late in the period on a goal that wasn't called a goal on the ice. Joel Farabee, nice pass and play. Joel Farabee shot it, hit off Blackwood's glove, went on onto his pad, and his pad went in the net. So, after review, it was a goal to get them one, but 39 shots on goal, not enough good scoring chances, could not capitalize on any rebounds that Blackwood was leaving out there. 
And now the Sharks have their first win heading into their uh, game tomorrow against Edmonton. Good for them. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more when uh, we get to the Oilers game. But yeah, like I said, that was a very pitiful game of hockey. Yeah, whenever I flipped to it, I just wanted to uh, gouge my eyes out. Yeah, it, it was it was not good there. Um, all right, then that was uh, that's Tuesday nights uh, going over the late games there. Before we get into things here, make sure you check out Bet365. We are brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props side totals live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on all your NFL same-game parlays. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points or if your hockey team goes up three goals. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5, get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgovernmentpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgovernmentpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you check out Underdog Fantasy as well. They have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA are in full swing now, NHL as well. College football, college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, we got back to kind of normal scheduling this week with, uh, you know, a decent amount of games, three games here on Wednesday night. And then we have um, 11 games here on Thursday night. Uh, Joel has just disconnected, so we're going to kill some time here. Uh, let's look look at tonight's games a little bit. We got Ottawa at Toronto. Uh, all right, Joel is back. We have a uh, <laughs> technical difficulties. Game. Yeah. All right, you're just saying we got got a big big eleven game slate on Thursday here. So uh, you ready to just get into it here, Joel? Yes, sir. That kicks things off here in New York with the Minnesota Wild at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York City. Rangers are minus one forty eight. Wild are plus one thirty. Over-under is set at 6, uh, over paying off minus 120. Under is paid off, playing off plus 100 here. Uh, Rangers got some, you know, they're already dealing with a few injuries. Adam Fox out for a bit. Shesterkin is day-to-day. Now apparently Jonathan Quick is day-to-day. So they called up Louis Domingue and some other bad backup goalie that are likely going to have to start this one at home against the Wild. Uh, Wild have been surprisingly decent re- recently. They came back to beat the Rangers on Saturday night, 5-4 against Quick. Heavily outshot him, 39-18 there. Went, went on to Long Island there, beat the Islanders 4-2. Patty Maroon had, had two goals in that one. So Wild are playing well right now. And if, if it's not going to be just Durkin or Quick for, for the Rangers, uh, I got to go with, with Minnesota here as, as an underdog, plus 130. I think that's going to definitely come down once that goalie news comes out for them. Um, I did also lean to the, un, uh, the under a bit, but when it was uh, either just working on quick, but I think I'm leaning to the over now. Uh, Minnesota has had four straight games, have gone over or had six goals last game. Rangers have been scoring a bit as well, nine goals in their past two games. So I like the uh, road dog here and the wild Rangers over six. I agree with all that. You're right about the fact that uh, the, the line should come down for the wild after the, uh, or for the Rangers rather, after the um, you know goalie info comes out if it is indeed louis Domingue, who um wasn't great while he was in the nhl now now he, he hasn't been in the nhl for a little bit coming back in here 
against the feisty wild team who do bother the goalie. That's what they like to do. They uh, crowd the net, and that's how they create their chances and uh, and whatnot. So yeah, my line is only minus one seventeen for the Rangers. So I love the Wild in this spot, but I, I might just be underrating the Rangers once again. They they do tend to pull out these wins despite uh, you know not the best five and five numbers. But that's what happens when you get elite goaltending, even from Jonathan Quick when when he's been in for his three or four games. I think it's just three, but he's he's been excellent. Um, but no, the Wild of the I think that they are you know not as good of a team, but they're, they're more of a complete team, more balanced up and down the lineup. And I think that they can uh, win the puck battles five and five, and then uh, uh, you know capitalize on the the goaltending situation for the Rangers. Plus, you know the the fact that uh, Fox is still out, it, it hurts them over the long term. You know they can compensate for that in the short term, but the, over a bigger sample size, it'll it'll mean more. So I think they they start losing games here, starting with this this tough matchup against against the Wild, who've been in town for a little bit now. So yeah, I, I love the Wild in this one. All right, uh, going down there to the 7 o'clock time slot again. We have the Chicago Blackhawks at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning, huge home favorites here, minus 258. Lightning on the puck line, plus 100. Blackhawks are plus 210. Over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 120. Under is at even money. Uh, you think the Lightning can get, get the job done here? Well, they're coming after a hard road trip, kind of extended one. Um, now I'm not back home here. The Blackhawks been off for a few days. Kind of a good spot for the Blackhawks, but the the line's already moved uh, a lot in their favor. So I think that this is a you know it's a pretty bang on line now. The my line is minus two thirty three for the Lightning, so it's just basically right in the middle there. Um, yeah, it just comes down to whether the uh, you you back the Lightning home form. They've been they've been elite at home for the last few years. Uh, troubles on the road, of course, but um, yeah, coming against a, a very. Uh, uh, it's not a good Blackhawks team. Let's just put it that way. Um, I think they're going to rely on their their first line because they're not going to get a lot of depth scoring. And their defense is, is absolutely pitiful. Probably the Sharks are the only worst blue line in the league. And, yeah, uh, the, the, this one's tough to call now at this number. Um, I guess we'll just go with the over. Over 6.5, minus 118. I think that the Lightning will get theirs. And the Blackhawks can pot a few of their own. So that that's... Yeah, that's the only bet I've got for for this one at the the current prices. Yeah, uh, that's the only bet I have for this as well. Over six and a half. You know, the Blackhawks can put up a few, def- especially against the Lightning here. With, with don't have a great depth, Johansson and Net, um, and the Lightning here. The Lightning have been scoring a lot of goals, put up five in back to back games, six in the game before that. So they're 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 scoring a lot. And you know, I think we might be overlooking uh, Kucherov for for the Hart Trophy at down there. At, 18 to one. He leads the league with uh, 22 points as 10 goals. Second, second behind Matthews there. So he could be there if the lightning are surprised you know, towards the top of the division there. His odds, his odds definitely dropped after yesterday, like, like by $10 or so. So uh, yeah, people are paying attention to what he's doing. Um, yeah. You might, you might even threaten your uh, Matthews rock for sharp bet. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> Because uh, the the lightning power play is probably the best in the league right now. I don't know what the the, the, the percentages are uh, currently, but they, they look the best. Like they, that's their the, the biggest strength of this team right now. It's not goaltending, not defense, not five on five. It's the lightning power play. So Kutrov is is the engine behind that right now. Yeah, the the lightning have like five good players now. So they're all, they're all in that top unit. They all probably play close to two minutes. Uh, they're yeah. third in the league at thirty four percent. Also have. Uh, seventh best penalty kill and Chicago has the 28th best uh, 
Oh, oh, oh that's power play. Chicago has a decent penalty kill. Eleventh uh, best, eighty-three point three. Either way, for this one, over is probably the only bet I'm gonna. Uh, the only bet I have right now. If I had to pick a side, I would. I would take the Blackhawks plus two ten. Maybe take the Blackhawks on the puck line if you want. They, they can. They can play some close games, and the Lightning can also play some close games against bad teams. So we saw the Lightning lose to Columbus, to Seattle. Uh, they had that let the Leafs come back on them. So lean to the Blackhawks, but definitely the over six and a half. Um, all right, going down to seven o'clock again with the New York Islanders at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 162. Islanders are plus 136. Over-under is set at five and a half, as you would expect in a game like this. Uh, over is paying off plus 100. Under is paying off minus 120 here. Uh, I think the first look here ha- has to be the under. These are two very heavy under teams, two you know, Vesna-quality goaltenders with Sorokin or Varley versus Allmark or Swayman, two of the best goalie tandems probably in the league right now. Uh, they're both trending towards the under this season. Shout out Archer there. And, uh, yeah, their, their scoring isn't great. Their depth isn't great. So, yeah, the under 5.5, minus 120. Don't, don't overthink it. Just take that. You know, it, it could go over, but I think with these two teams, you take the under. Uh, for a side, no real strong lean on this one for me. I, I guess you kind of have to lean to the Bruins just because they're, they're home dominance. But I could see the Islanders going in there and, and sneaking a win. Um, actually, looking at the Islanders' schedule, they, they have five wins, and they're not. They beat the the Capitals, the Blue Jackets, the Senators, the Coyotes, and somebody else. So Boston might be a, the play here at minus one sixty two. But once again, just a total for me on the under five and a half. Yeah, this is the last game that McAvoy will serve his suspension for. Um, they've done pretty well without him. They, they they won two of the three. The only loss was against uh, Detroit, I believe. Now coming back home after a fairly professional win against Dallas. Uh, that, that was a beauty game. That's what the real contending teams do. They they, they, they they shut them down, play good defense and all that. That's, that's what Boston does. And uh, I expect the same kind of thing here, but uh, I just can't get to this number. You know, with McAvoy out, the, that still leaves a big – emptiness on their blue line and my my number still in minus 133 for the bruins so for that i, I got it back down there's here plus 136 and they, they they're competitive they're never again they're never getting blown out like their their losses are like in overtime or like a one goal regulation loss um so i think that they're competitive and yeah that that also means an under game where you mentioned uh, both goalies are elite sorokin should be in this one after varlamov kind of uh uh, it was worst game of the season in the last one against the Wild. Um, so yeah, give me give me the under still at minus one twenty and the uh, another road dog three for three on the on the road dogs here. Yeah, Archer's asking about a uh, first period under in the chat. He said, "Never mind, it's one minus one twenty five, gross." But I mean, Islanders have only allowed four first period goals in eleven games. Bruins have allowed six in twelve games, so that might be worth it uh, under. First period under minus one twenty five or first period no no goals at all. That's probably plus odds for a decent money if you think this is going to go under from the get go. Or just play the full game under like a normal person. <laughs> all right, going down to seven o'clock again. Here we got to do is we got the Montreal Canadiens at the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City. Uh, Red Wings are minus one seventy. Canadians are plus one forty two. Over under set at six and a half. Over paying off minus one twenty five. Under is at plus 105. Uh, what do you got for this Atlantic Division matchup? Division games matter here. You got to remember that. 
That's true. That's true. I just I just can't get a handle on this this Red Wings team right now. Uh, every time I back them, they they lose. Every time I fade them, they win. Um, but they, yeah, they've been inconsistent. Like uh, it's been like a one win, one lose kind of team all the way through. It seems like. Um, so yeah, I, Canadians after a, a tough loss to the to the Lightning there, they get they got the, the shelled pretty good. Uh, now going on the road down to Detroit. I I, I got a favorite Montreal here. My number is only. Minus one fifty three for the Red Wings. So, yeah, let's just give me another road dog, I guess. Plus one forty two. Uh, but I also kind of like the over. I mean, minus one twenty five over six and a half. That's kind of steep, but uh, I, I definitely lean that way. With um, you know Jake Allen, <laughs> we, we 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 said he would regress. He got about four goals and nine shots, I think, uh, against the Lightning. Montembeau, uh came in, gave up another goal. So uh, Canadians goaltending is not it, and Red Wings goaltending is very inconsistent. Billy Huso has always been like that. You know, you could put up some outstanding performances and then you could just lay a total egg. So uh, I think the over is the only way you can look for a total. But uh, yeah, with the, I think the side got to be the Canadians here. Uh, Sean Monahan, by the way, he's having an excellent season. He's, he's uh, not only keeping up the pace of last year, but he's, he's improving on it. Um, taking more minutes now with Kirby Doc being injured. Um and yeah, Yuri Slavkovsky's been a bit of a bit of a project so far, but I think that he gets it going, and this is a this is a good matchup for him. I think uh, with with this size, he can kind of believe some of the smaller wings. I don't know. Give me the <laughs> four for four road dogs, and uh, yeah, give me, and the over I guess too. This is a, just a lean to the six and a half at minus one twenty five. Yeah, I think the over right now is the only bet I have. Uh, minus one twenty five is a bit much, uh, but uh, these are two. You know, higher scoring teams, two teams that don't have have great goaltending there. So, I like the over, but I'm going to go with the Red Wings here. Uh, minus one seventy is a bit steep, so maybe shop around or look for a regulation play or just you know eat the juice there. Because looking at Montreal's schedule here, they're what, what are they on the season? They are five five and two. Their wins came against Chicago, Washington at Buffalo, a decent win, but then Columbus in overtime and the Jets in a shootout, and they got heavily outplayed in both of those games. They've got outshot in you know most of their games recently, four straight losses. So it seems like they're coming down to earth a bit after a decent start. But the Red Wings, yeah, I, I cannot get a hand on this Red Wings team at all. I backed them uh, against the Rangers the other night. They lost 5-3. But I think at home, uh, they're 4-2-1. Canadians are 1-2-2 two two on the road. So going with the Red Wings here, minus 170. But the better play for me is the over six and a half at minus one twenty-five. Hopefully that can that can come down minus one twenty. But uh, yeah, o- over there. All right, going down to seven o'clock again. Our final seven o'clock game. We have the Vancouver Canucks at the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Canada. Senators are minus one hundred two. Canucks are minus one eighteen. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus one thirty. Under is at plus one ten. Uh, what do you got for your Canucks here? Right. Well, this is a beautiful spot for the Canucks. You know, I don't, they're not going to keep this pace up the whole season long. They don't have great five and five numbers. They've been sustained by elite uh, shooting percentage. Their PDO is one of the best in the league. So you can expect that to regress. But that's what happens when you have an elite goalie who's find his, found his form again in, in Thatcher Demko. And plus a couple elite shooters and, and JT Miller, Brock Besser have been, been firing the puck in the net. And uh, Patterson's got a couple too. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that that continues. I think that it's somewhat sustainable. And it's certainly a good spot for the Canucks here with, with the Senators playing the Leafs today. Uh, they're not too interested in the Canucks visiting town. 
after uh you know hopefully they hopefully they beat the Leafs. i'm on the sense today but uh yeah it's just a tough spot for the sense uh just just playing this you know they go up to toronto back down to ottawa where the canucks are waiting for them they they're they're feeling high and mighty after um their little winning streak they got going on so yeah minus 118 is a crazy number i think for the canucks given the fact that they're on the uh the the sense are on the back-to-back i mean I only have minus one sixteen for the Canucks, but the, that doesn't factor in um, what's going on with the the earlier game. I'm not sure who's confirmed to start today. Do you know if it's there's no one no confirmed yet? But I mean, we should get in a few minutes here. With, with yeah, it's like a half an hour to go. What the fuck are they doing? Um, yeah, so it doesn't matter who's the goalie anyway. Corpusel, Forsberg, neither have been very good. So I love the Canucks here. I like the over as well. Uh, the Canucks are. Yeah, they, they've been better defensively than last year for sure, but they, they still give up a lot of chances. But more importantly, they they, they got some elite goal scorers. So I think that we've seen some more goals in this one. Like the Senators' overs have been pretty pretty cash so far. And, uh, yeah, so Canucks in the over. We're, we're going all road tomorrow. <laughs> like uh, Archer in the chat saying, if I'm betting the way goal salami, fucking right I am. I, I'll give you a little – I think only like one home team tomorrow, so I will be loaded up on the uh, in the way goals. When you bet that, you just put like one unit on it, or does it depend how much like how much you have staked on away teams? Uh no, I, I put more than more than usual. Like the salami bets, I I like to put a little bit more on them, just a little entertainment action as well, because it's it's mm-hmm. fun to. Um, follow along the, the uh like especially the over on the salami and if your team's losing fucking lose by five goals so at least beat the salami so uh yeah that's just a little bit of an entertainment tax i guess for me yeah no, that's, that's not a bad idea there uh for me I, I'm, I'm right there with you on the canucks you can still get them at a, at a pick them at some books there which is, i think is absolutely crazy i i could see them closing minus 130 minus 140 with the senators on a back-to-back and yeah the senators are also another team that they're four and six and their four wins looking back at them aren't too impressive at home against the flyers at home against the lightning at home against the capitals one on the road one in pittsburgh but got outshot 43 26 in that one so i think here on a back-to-back um it's it's a great spot for the canucks who yeah i don't think it's going to last all season long you know canucks fans might be able to get a big enough lead to you know, definitely make the playoffs or whatnot. And Taki is, is a great coach, but they're not going to be what are they? It's nine two and one right now. They're going to you know fall fall back down to earth at some point. Do you know? I don't think it's, do you know my number on uh, President's Trophy for the Canucks? Yeah, I, I don't. Is it like a hundred to one? One hundred and fifty to one. <laughs> Holy shit! Sadly, didn't have enough on it to like uh, properly hedge it now, but no, it'll be, it'll be a fun little trip there. Um, <laughs> yeah, like some books put out these, these retarded numbers that uh, don't make sense, but that, that's one that uh, is it's it's live, it's live. I, mean, I don't think that'll happen, but uh, uh, it's a, it's another um, uh, iron in the fire, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, they, they could end up like trading Tyler Myers for like a, a getting rid of his contract for someone better. Yeah, I feel like. That'd be, I mean, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility for for, for that for 151, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yeah, Canucks here minus 118. I think that's still a great price. Demko's been great. Their their top unit, has, top players have all been great. They've beaten some some good teams recently. The only loss was recently was a back to back against the Rangers, where they outshot them but still lost. Otherwise, one seven in the past eight. I think they keep that going here minus 118. Don't hit the puck line either. Puck line plus 210. That's that seems kind of crazy. Depending on what happens with Ottawa tonight, but they've been they've been winning by margin. Shout out Catfish for that by margin there, and Ottawa's been been losing by margin. So 
Love the Canucks. Maybe sprinkle a little bit on the puck line as well. And yeah, over six and a half, minus 130. The only worry is Demko maybe shutting out the, the Sens or limited to one goal. But I think the Canucks can put up easily four or five like they've done recently. That's a good call with the puck line because if the Sens bail on this game after uh you know emotional game against the Leafs, then the Canucks, yeah, will win by margin. So yeah, that might be even better than the the money line, just to do the puck line. Because uh it's it's tough to see like a four three Canucks win. It, it's easier to see like a six one Canucks win if if the Canucks do win and then the uh the Sens are you know in a major letdown spot after the Leafs game. So yeah, the puck line's a good call. Yeah, Canucks recent win 6 2, 2 0, 10 1, 5 2, 5 0, 3 2, 5 3, 4 3, or that was 4 3 loss. But yeah, they're, they're, they're winning, winning by two. So it's a good look there. Um, another good look is game time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Um, game time app experience is great. Uh, flash deals, last minute tickets, images of seat views, so know exactly what to expect before you arrive. Uh, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. But yeah, Archer in the chat pointed out that he may not be Demko starting, which reminded me I uh, saw, I think a Canucks beat reporter tweeted that the coach said they want to get to Smith in possibly two of these next three games here. So it could be to Smith um, in this year to, to you know, get him, get him something before they're back to back in Toronto and Montreal this weekend. Interesting. I didn't hear that. Uh, I figured that if they want to get to Smith a game, it'd be on the back to back on the weekend, but. If two of the three has, of it, has he started in a while though? He's had a couple games. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why Demko wouldn't play two of the three. They're playing Canadian teams, come on, hockey night in Canada and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I guess Demko has been stressed a lot, he's been keeping the team in games, but yeah, we'll we'll see about that. I guess if if he if he plays, he's he's okay too. Like, he's he's had a you know, he he helped him win against the Oilers in that in that four three game, I believe, mm -hmm. where he stood on his head. So uh, even if uh, the Smith is starting, I don't think that that's a major drop off from from Demko, uh, given the way he's played so far. Yeah, I still love the Canucks there. If anything, I just like the over more because the Smith has just stepped down from Demko. So that, that right. that's a good look there. I'm um, going down to the seven thirty time slot. So one game at seven thirty. We have the Dallas Stars at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Blue Jackets are plus one seventy. Stars are minus 205, over unders at six and a half, over paying off plus 102. The under is at minus 122. You got to take the stars here. I mean, the stars are 
I think right now I saw a money puck or it might've been Dom's things for the athletic has the best chance to win the West and best chance to win the cup right now. Seven, three and one, you know, back-to-back losses, but two of the best teams in the league, Vancouver and Boston, the back-to-back losses there. Meanwhile, uh, Columbus has, has, you know, they got the win against Tampa Bay surprisingly, but otherwise lost six of their past seven games. They're just not good. Uh, Patrick Laine is still out, unfortunately. He was kind of their only hope. Still Fantelli, still have Gaudreau, but Gaudreau hasn't been great either. So, yeah, stars here. You know, minus 205 is kind of steep, but I feel like this is like a almost like an Oilers spot where you just you just hammer it no matter what. But otherwise, you know, puck line is still plus 124. I think they're capable of, of winning by margin here with, with Ottinger starting, hopefully limiting the Blue Jackets to, to one or two and Dallas being able to put up four. But, uh, yeah, looking back at it, though, their, their past two wins have only been by one in Edmonton and Calgary. So it might just be safer to play uh, Dallas on the money line, minus 205, Dallas regulation, something like that. Uh, for the total, no strong play here, but I would lean to the under. Uh, you know, they've both been under teams so far this season. Blue Jackets can't really score too much, and the Stars are very much able to uh, keep them off the board. So like the Stars and the under here. Right. The early movement has been on the Stars, but I don't think it's moved enough. My line is minus 213 for Dallas, uh, and I expect that to keep going up. It's just a ma- major mismatch in terms of goaltending. I know Blue Jackets goaltenders have been better than last year, but that's not saying much given the fact that they are like the worst goalies in the last 10 years. Um, and Spencer Martin is actually pretty – pretty good against the Panthers somehow holding them in that game and they almost won that one they were up 4-3 with a couple minutes left before the Panthers uh, tied it late and yeah they had no business being in that one and I don't think they have uh, much business being in this one and Stars after two losses in a row will come up firing uh, first game of a new road trip we like to back the road team in those situations yeah all over the Stars here quite like that no no real play in the total because I don't know what the Blue Jackets are or up to, I guess I'll lean to the under. I think the stars can control the game. Maybe win like a four-one, five-one type of type of game, but much stronger play on the stars. Uh, yeah, you can do the regulation would be uh, my favorite one to play at this uh, current number. And yeah, it's also Johnny Goodrow has been uh, absolute shit so far. I think he got benched the other day too. So yeah, that, that's pretty typical. Um, so yeah, love the stars in this spot. Yeah, and just going back a few games, it is uh, Corpusalo tonight for Ottawa, so it'll be Forsberg tomorrow, which you know, even more reason to take the over there. And going down to 8 o'clock, we have the Arizona Coyotes at the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Blues are minus 120. Coyotes are plus 100. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off plus 100. Under at minus 120. Uh, what, what do you got for this one? Well, it's a Blues game, so what do you think I got? I'm not back in the blues. <laughs> I've got minus 112 for the Coyotes. They're even money. Wrong team favored. Let's go, Coyotes. Uh, you know, not as good at, on the road as they are at home, but the, the Blues are not a good team. They are, I think I saw that they, they were uh, third worst in terms of expected for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, not a great team. Coyotes are, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're sick, man. Like, this team is uh, flying high. Not the the most um, name brand players, but uh, they, they got a young group of players who are coming up and they're playing well. They got some team chemistry and whatnot. 
and a hell of a commentator and Tyson Nash. I love that guy. He's, he's an old guard. Um, yeah, I, I love I love the the Coyotes here and, and the road road dog, technically speaking. And for the total, I, I think I like the over. Uh, the, the goaltending for the Blues, I think, will regress a little bit. And uh, the Coyotes are more of a, an offensive attacking team. So yeah, I think we'll see some goals. Like we, we saw this game already early in the year. Coyotes won seven to two. I think we could see something similar, maybe a little closer than that, but. Still love the Coyotes, like the over. Yeah, once again on the road team with the here. Coyotes at, at plus one hundred. They're still you know plus one hundred six at some other books. So I don't think they should be underdogs here. I know the Blues have been good at home as we discussed, but Jets went in there you know one five two on Tuesday night, heavily outshot them thirty six twenty two. Yeah, it, it, it's not quite going to be a six two game like it was a few weeks ago, but you know five two five three something something closer like that. So. Like the Coyotes here a lot at plus 100. Also do like the over six and a half a lot at plus 100, both at even money there. Coyotes have been scoring quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, I think it definitely goes over. And Bennington is you know starting to come back down to earth a bit. Still a 919 save percentage, but down from what he started with. Also a shout out to the guy in the Discord that called the uh, Barrett Hayden goal last night. I forget forget who that was, but I was a great Matty call Ice. by him. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Ice. Yes, it was. Saints so, fan out of Alabama. And he also confirmed that Huntsville he did. University of Huntsville, Alabama is a hockey hub. But apparently they've their their program's been disbanded recently. So no longer <laughs> the fucking South could not uh, handle a hockey. Um, if only the uh if only the the Florida Panthers would uh, follow the same the logic and just just shut them down though to their credit they've been showing up lately i like kachuk has been uh you know a star down there and you know going in that cup run that brought the fans in so whatever it's still a fake hockey culture but we'll, we'll let them live for now all right going down to eight o'clock again here we have the nashville predators at the winnipeg jets speaking of uh, questionable culture there we got the jets at home minus 142 predators are plus 120 over-under is set at six. Over is paying off plus 100. The under is at minus 120. There's two teams that I, I can't quite get a handle on just yet. Predators, you know, are coming back down to earth a little bit. Lost three of their past four games, but did beat the Oilers on the road as plus 174 dogs. Uh, they had a 2-0 lead against Calgary as well, but then got outshot by 20 in that game to lose 4-2. Winnipeg coming off a short road trip, lost the first one in Vegas, but then one in Arizona and St. Louis. So back at home here with a day off. I don't know. There's just something about this this Winnipeg team I can't really get behind. Uh, Nashville has, has the 10th best expected goals for. Winnipeg has the 7th best, so they're, they're both up there. Uh, lean to the Preds here, plus 120. Just I think there's some some value there. I think it should be closer to a pick em. Uh For a total... Uh, I'm not sure, but oh, it is going to be uh, Larry Bressois tomorrow. So that is that is why I like the Preds here at plus 120 with uh, hopefully Soros going against uh, our good friend Larry. That's interesting. I haven't really bet this game yet, but if that's the case, I, I love the over six at even money. Um, yeah, Bressois is, is, is not Hellbuck. Hellbuck's been playing a lot better lately. And this is a, a tough situation for both teams. Like the Jets coming after a, coming home after a long road trip, and the Predators been on a road trip for like seems like most of the season now. After their, you know, Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, now going down to Winnipeg. It's uh, yeah, it's it's not ideal. I think we could see a lackluster effort from them. But with Brassois at the other end, maybe they could pot a couple. So I think the over six at even money is is the the best play here. Um, yeah, it, it's it's uh, I like the Jets a lot. 
but uh, it's it's I can't back him with with Brassois in that. Uh, you know, he's he's not exactly a, a great goalie, so that's why I, I can only go with the over. If you, if you want to play the Jets, maybe like a, a team total over because I could see the Predators making this like a like a, like a fire sale, I, just uh, going all out offensively and whatnot in order to capitalize on the Jets' goal. I don't know, but I. The over would be the only bet here, but I uh, guess I lean to the lean to the Jets. All right, uh, going down to the nine o'clock time slot, we have the Seattle Kraken at the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Got a playoff rematch. Uh, Avs huge favorites, minus two thirty. Uh, Avs on the puck line are plus one ten. Kraken are plus one ninety. Over unders at six and a half. Over paying off minus one hundred five. Under is at minus one fifteen. Uh, should the Avs be this big of favorites here? I don't think so. <laughs> no, um, no, this is a crazy line to me. The Kraken haven't been terrible. I mean, they haven't been great, but they're they're an average team. Now they're going up, you know, in the altitude went on. That gives Avalanche better home ice advantage. But still, the, the, the difference between these teams isn't that much. I mean, we just saw the Kraken beat them in the seven game series, and that that's that's a playoff matchup where the Avalanche are supposed to be one hundred percent. Uh, going for it, and yeah, my line is only minus one seventy four for the Avalanche, so I, I quite like the Kraken here. I think that this this number is mega inflated for the Az. You know, they're 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 pretty healthy now, which is a a, a huge boon for them. But the the, the Kraken are uh, just uh, they have more depth than the others. So they they can they can uh, capitalize on that in terms of their the matchups. You know, the Avalanche will get their things going. With their top line and the power play, but uh, when it comes down to like uh, third line versus third line, fourth line versus fourth line, the Kraken do have the edge there still. Matt even here, so he's been pretty putrid so far this season. He's he's uh, coming back down to earth after his is is uh, a Calder campaign. Um, yeah, I, I still like the Kraken here. You know, Krubauer always plays better against the Avs. Uh, so yeah, plus one ninety, I think is a, is a good number for them. No real no real feel for the total. I guess I. I lean to the under. Uh, Avalanche do play good defensively, and the Kraken eh, have a little bit of struggles scoring five on five and on the power play. And like I mentioned, Grubauer has been pretty good against the Avs. So lean to the under, stronger play on the Kraken as another rogue dog. Yeah, I love the under here. Uh, under six and a half, minus one fifteen. I think it'll be a, a playoff type type matchup, and including the playoffs, uh, five straight games have gone under. Nine of the past ten meetings, so. Like the under six and a half minus one fifteen. It's gonna be a tight checking game, and and yeah, I think the Avs are gonna win, but they shouldn't be minus two thirty favorites against a team that just ousted them in last year's playoffs. Seattle kind of also outplayed them when they met earlier earlier this season, but that, this was back when they couldn't score. They, they lost four one at home, so I think now you know they got revenge on their mind a little bit, coming off back to back losses, including in a shootout after they outplayed Arizona. So yeah, I think there's definite value here on the Kraken plus one ninety. I don't hate the Kraken on the puck line at, at minus one thirty two. This could be an overtime game. This could be a, a three two type game. So like the Kraken here, whichever way you prefer. And then the under six and a half at minus one fifteen. You mentioned the four one win for the Kraken or for the Avalanche. That was uh, totally undeserved. Uh, that was just Georgiev standing on his head. The Kraken totally played the Avalanche in that game. So I, I think we could see some. Um... Um, some revenge there for the Kraken, where they, they you know, even game, and then they, they get some of the luck this time with, with uh, even goaltending. So, yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, Kraken outshot him 38-28. Kraken were 0 for 4 on the power play, and they've scored a power play goal now in four straight games. So mm. watch out for the Kraken there. Going all the way down to 10.30 now, we have the Edmonton Oilers at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose at the Shark Tank. Sharks are plus 245. Oilers have moved all the way up to minus 305, and I'll keep moving. Oilers on the puck line, uh, minus 130. Over-under is at 7. Overpaying off minus 102. Under is at minus 118. All right, Joel, how many bets do you have on the Oilers already? Oh, man. I, seven, I think. I'll probably add some more team totals tomorrow when the, the lines start uh, coming out. Um, no, this is the this might even be the biggest bet of the season for me. Like, this is just set up so perfectly. Everything worked out exactly right. The Oilers lost to the Canucks on Monday. The Sharks beat the Flyers on Tuesday after the emotional speech by, by Greer. And they got totally outplayed in that game. They just relied on uh, some heroic performances by Mackenzie Blackwood. That's that's who was in that, right? Yeah, Blackwood owns the Flyers. He, I think he, he has, like, great career numbers against them. Former yeah. devil. And, like, that was their, that was their A game. That was their A game, and they still got outshot like 32 to 13 and barely won two to one just on the back of some outlandish performance by the goaltending. And the effort in that game was incredible by the Sharks. Like they, they gave their all, they still yeah. got fucking outplayed the shit. So this is setting up for like, oh man, this is this is this is the this is the bet of a season right here. Uh I love the Oilers so much. Like everything has worked out perfectly. This is the best situation. I bet the Oilers in so many ways. You can still keep betting them like up to minus 500. I don't give a fuck. Like this this is a this is the spot, man. If, if I lose it, a, a bridge jumper bet here. Not a bridge jumper, but the pretty close. I mean, it's not a it's not 100%. Like you you for a bridge jumper you want like a 95%. This is like a an 85%. And I've just betted in so many different ways. If the Sharks win tomorrow, I'll be I'll be in a bit of a hole for a couple of weeks. But uh, uh, yeah, the Sharks are the, the Sharks better lose in regulation. Let's just put it that way. But I am all over the Oilers here. I I like the uh, there was a bet I had Oilers over Oilers money line and over five and a half. <laughs> like the Oilers are going to be fired up for this game. Like this is a life or death. They love their coach. They, they, there's a new goalie coming in, uh, Calvin Picker. I don't know if he's going to start or if it's uh, Stuart Skinner. Either way, Jack Campbell's not starting, which is the most important <laughs> thing. So you had another advantage to the Oilers. And the Sharks goal thing, I, I'm sure it's going to be lecking in that after uh, Blackwood did his thing and got uh, pooped out, uh, stopping uh, 30-something saves, 30-something shots. So, yeah, uh, Dryset only has one goal. He finally got the mark last game, so that gets his confidence going. McDavid is fucking furious at the media, at the Canucks. Um, took a few shots from Quinn Hughes too. He took, uh, I think it, I thought that he was the one who got a 10 minute major, but it was actually Drysaddle who, who did. Uh, but either way, he, he's pissed off. Drysaddle's pissed off. The Oilers team is pissed off. They get to go down to San Jose away from the Canadian media, away from Edmonton, away from Vancouver. They could just concentrate on a game of hockey where they just have to win a fucking game. And this is a team that's been uh, snake bit in terms of uh, scoring goals. Like Demko just robbed them. This Smith robbed them earlier in the year. And eventually these pucks are going to start going in the net. And if it's any team that's going to let the pucks in the net, it's going to be the San Jose Sharks, who let in 20 goals in two games a week ago. Uh, it doesn't matter if the, if the Oilers let in three. The Oilers are going to score 13. Okay? This is this is the bet of the season for me. I'm all over the Oilers here. You, you, you cannot get enough down on this. This is, this, is the, this is it. Yeah, Oilers are the best expected goals for per 60 team at 3.45. 
ahead of the Penguins at 3.33 and then drops to 3.03 for the Kings. Sharks are at 3.28 expected goals against. That is the worst in the league. Uh, Av- or Oilers only shooting 6% at 5-on-5. Five five. PDO of 9-5-1, of, of so that's going to regress here. Yeah, this line is just this line is just going to completely shoot up. I mean, take it, take it whatever, whatever way you want. Take a money line in the over. The puck line minus one thirty is great. I saw puck line minus one fifteen. I helped on that earlier. Uh, team total over four and a half in regulation is plus one ten. Over five and a half in regulation is plus two thirty. Uh, I don't think any alt spreads are out yet, but take minus two and a half, minus three and a half. Also, this is the time. Might be your last chance to get McDavid at three to one for for the heart. Like he, this could be the game where he goes out and has four or five points, and you know announces that he's still the best player in the league. He's at three to one. Some books plus two fifty. I think is still good because look, before the season he was like what around even money. It was like almost Bedardish, where it was like Bedard or McDavid versus the field. So that's a good spot. Uh, get in your Oilers for the Cup at eighteen to one. That's a good luck. Oilers to win the West nine to one. If you'd rather do that not have to worry about the cup final if they get there yeah this is i mean we've been just fading the sharks the whole way you have to fade them here uh sharks team total under two and a half minus 115 that's probably another way to look you can do a parlay no. of the, you don't think the you think they could they can put trust up- the others to score not trusting the others right. to play All defense right. and, and goal thing right. so no uh, they they i mean you're probably right but i think the better way to play it is just or they're scoring goals Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Play Oilers team total, Oilers, Oilers puck line, Oilers first period team total. I'm not sure if Archer has any stats on that. Let me let me look that up real quick. I think they've been good in the first period. Uh, they've gone over in nine of eleven games, over one and a half. So yeah, they're gonna hopefully do what I thought the Flyers were gonna do: just come out, put up two or three in the first period, and just roll against them. And it's the first half of the back-to-back for the Sharks. So like. If they go down by a few early, which they probably will, they could just end up, you know, rolling four lines, kind of, kind of taking the thing. And yeah, says Catfish is pointing out in the chat here. Oilers race to whatever. Uh, Oilers race to, th- Oilers race to two is minus one seventy. Oilers race to three is minus one eighty. Race to four is minus one thirty five. Race to five is plus one twenty five. So, I'd rather take, yeah, race to five at plus one twenty five is probably the the best look there because they, they they should score five goals. That's better odds than the team total, but. Yeah, I as hate, soon as you hear as soon as you hear this, go bet the Oilers. I hate the race to two at minus one seventy. I can see the Sharks scoring a couple of yeah, ones. Yeah. Like, it's, it's way too juicy. You just trust in the bigger sample size, trust in the Oilers to get things going. The only problem with this bet is that the Oilers are easily frustrated right now. Like they dominated the Canucks in the first period and Demko stood on his head. And that's why the Canucks won the game because the Oilers frustrated they like and then they gave up a couple easy goals against their shitty goalie. And they just gave up. That's the way this bet loses. If the Sharks frustrate the Oilers, they get some elite goaltending and a couple of fluky goals, then it loses. But otherwise, I don't see how this bet loses. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Like if the Oilers get a quick one, their confidence get going, then they get rolling goal after goal mm-hmm. after goal after goal after goal. I think that that that's where this goes uh, more often than not, much more often than not. Yeah, you can get Oilers to win by five plus uh, plus five fifty to win by six plus thirteen to one. So. Plenty of ways to play it. Um, just you know, f- find whatever way uh, you prefer there. And then one more game on the docket here to close it out. Um, I clicked into the Oilers game, so Pittsburgh uh, Penguins at the Los Angeles Kings game itself is in LA at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, the Kings are minus one twenty-five. Kings on a back-to-back after being in LA tonight. 
Penguins are plus 105. Over under is six and a half. Over paying off minus 130. The under is plus 110. Uh, this is the only game on the board I don't really have any strong feelings on yet. Just because the Kings are on a back-to-back, I want to see what they do tonight in Vegas. But I think I think I might have to go with the Penguins as underdogs here, plus 105. Phoenix Copley has not been impressive, and I'm pretty sure Talbot is starting tonight. So it'll be Copley against the Penguins. But also the Penguins, Jari got hurt in the second period of the game in Anaheim. So, And their backup is someone I don't think I've even heard Magnus of. Magnus Helberg. Magnus Helberg, yes. Uh, so Big old fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The old maybe, Viking. Maybe look, look at the the over here. Pittsburgh maybe found something, putting up ten against San Jose, but they only scored one non-empty net goal in Anaheim against John Gibson. Kings are typically an under team, so I I'm, might just be staying away from this game entirely. Yeah, I kind of like the Pens here, even with the uh, big old um, Eric Erickson in net. Um, it's a good spot for the Penguins here with, with the Kings and a, a crucial game for the division potentially against vegas tonight coming back home penguins been waiting for them you know penguins been all right you know they just blew out the sharks and then they they did a professional game against the the ducks where they, they shut them down for the most part and actually for the whole part they didn't let a level single goal even with uh, the backup in for um the third period so yeah i like, I like the pens here uh, they, they have an offense that should be scoring more goals expected goals for their they're top three in the league and yeah, the, the Kings do let up some goals. They're a high-powered team, too. So you, you can also look at the over, but it's at minus 130. But uh, with, with likely both backups in net, I think that that's a good bet, too. I think we see goals in this one. And I, I think I like uh, the Penguins here to win it uh, with the, the Kings in a high-leverage matchup tonight, Wednesday night against the Knights. So, yeah, give me give me the Pens here to, to uh, sweep the California road trip. Um, all right, that's the uh, 11 game slate for Thursday, November 9th. Got quite a few consensus plays here. We got the uh, Wild plus 130. Uh, they're playing the Rangers in New York. We have the Blackhawks Lightning over six and a half, minus 118. We have the Canucks minus 118, as well as the Canucks puck line plus 210. Uh, we got the Stars minus 205, or, or take a puck line regulation there. Uh, Coyotes plus 100 on the road and the over six and a half in that game also at plus 100. Seattle Road Dogs plus 190 has some value there. Oilers puck line, Oilers team total, whatever way you want to play it. And uh, that, yeah, that's it. That's uh, what seven, seven consensus plays on, on 11 games. So that's not bad at all. Indeed. And for anyone who attacks me for the past plays, man, like I just gave out the, uh, the most confident play that I think in this show's history in the Oilers. So so you can you can come at me for for my past plays, but then I'll, I'll refer you to to the time where I, I laid a real a real nice bet and real sizable position yeah. and confidence play in the fucking Oilers against the Sharks. This is this is a spot of the season. Yeah, you're putting your balls on the table there. So and, and past plays, as we talk about past plays, if there's not a bet for the game, don't bet the game. Like that's that's what it is. That's right. Uh, all right, best bets. Uh, so far in the season, we've each had five. I am two and three minus 1.29 units. You are one and four minus 3.17 units. Uh, do you have anything in mind? What do you think? Which one should I pick? <laughs> you, you could only bet one unit, so you can, so what, what, so what do you yeah. have to do? Team total? Uh, you, no, you, just, you, you look, give me the 
give me the Oilers minus uh, minus one and a half, minus one thirty. We'll, we'll keep conservative, but it's a, not a conservative bet for me. <laughs> uh, lay the lay the farm. Just uh, mortgage the farm, mortgage the house. Uh, put it all down on uh, on blue and white tomorrow. Yeah, if this was if this was a situation where like we were putting, we're able to put more than one unit on the play, you would you would go max, max it out. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Canucks on the puck line plus two ten. Uh, I mean, you pointed out it might be a better play than the money line, and, and I think it is. You know, I think if I had to pick one bet, that might be the best one, especially uh, you know to, to see what happens with Ottawa into Toronto tonight. But I think either way, uh, Canucks are a great play there. So Canucks on the puck line plus two ten is my best bet. All right, I think I'll see you before we close this out right before seven o'clock. Making good time here, right for the uh, the Oilers or the uh, Sands Leafs game. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, seven thirty and ten o'clock tonight. So, oh yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast, sg.pn slash hockey for Apple, sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify, sg.pn slash hockey TV for for YouTube. Shout out everyone in the chat. Love seeing you guys there. Talking love. So, speaking of the chat, get in the Discord. Great conversation in there. sg.pn slash Discord. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And, uh, yeah, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSMP. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me scraping up every little penny I have left to buy a box of fucking dynamite to blow up uh, Connor McDavid's house if the Oilers do not win on Thursday night. Parody. See ya. 